2: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Can you tell me or explain to me what the plot of Cats is? Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> wow. What a way to throw me under the bus there. Yes. No, it's a, it's a classic. It's a big musical. Sure, Andrew, Andrew Lord
1: Webber. Right. And it's one cat's journey towards what is essentially cat heaven.
2: When I was 13, my parents started breeding cats, burmans seal point Burmans, to be precise. I'd wake and be surrounded by cats and all that the cat life entailed. Kitten cats, male cats, female cats, cat cages, cat shows, cat breeding... Always the breeding, the eternal life cycle of the cat burned into my retinas. The yowling, the prowling, the fucking. When I was 25, I hung out with some furries in Hamilton. Charming folk, I really loved them. They loved Disney films, adored My Little Pony. They got turned on by putting on dog suits, fox suits, cat suits. Adults, all yowling, prowling, fucking. I'm 37 now, and I've just seen Cats the movie. I've never seen the stage show, but I know the songs, I get the gist. Big songs, big numbers. This film is something else. I'm thirteen again, I'm twenty five again. I'm at my parents' house hearing cats fuck. I'm watching a furry put on a cat suit. I'm watching Idris Albert nude as a cat, his ass is sticking out. I'm watching all the cats, legs constantly spread, gyrating, grinding, growling, yowling, prowling, fucking. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. This is what death feels like. This is the worst ketamine trip. This is awful. This is not a film. This is chaos. This is a CGI from Scorpion King. I don't know if I'm five minutes in or five hours. Nothing matters anymore. This is a death of all things. Fuck it.
1: Meow, meow, meow. Welcome along to episode three of Our Week with Cats with your hosts, Tim Guy Montgomery. And today we are joined in the cinema and in the studio by a very special guest, David Farrier.
2: It's really nice to be here and to have just seen Cats uh, for a second time with you. That was a review I wrote after the first time I saw
0: it. got in a bit of trouble for that, didn't you, Dave? Yeah,
2: I did. I was sent there by a publication to write a review. They said, you can say whatever you want. You know, it's Cats. It's a fun thing. Um, it was quite difficult me getting into the screening. I wasn't invited because I'd sort of made some sort of... I guess I'd watched the trailer and probably sure. bad-mouthed it a little bit, been a bit suspicious. But I got into the screening. I got quite drunk. I wrote that review... And then I submitted it, and Big Boss said we can't publish this. <laughs> They're like, we got to be, you know, we like, we have to have some sort of relationship with the distributors. We can't put that on the website. And so then I was like, oh fuck it, I'll just, I'll tweet it out. So I tweeted it, but I forgot it was like an embargo. <laughs> And I just got hounded on every medium by um, the the, the guy at the film company because I broke an embargo. So I got Twitter DMs. I got an Instagram DM, uh, Facebook message, phone calls, calls and a text. He's very prolific. And, you know, I felt bad because I just hadn't thought about it. I'm, I'm not an entertainment journalist, and I sort of thought a tweet wouldn't count as a review, but I guess because <laughs> I've written it in four paragraphs and kind of it looked maybe like a review.
1: It
0: certainly sounds like a review. <laughs> it's, a review. <laughs> it's undeniably it's a re- an incredibly artful review, though. It's uh, uh, it's a, a lot more poetic than your typical newspaper. Yeah, I, did, I just
2: felt a lot watching that film because I would um I'd grown up as I, in the, as I said in the review, my parents bred cats, and I'd just been surrounded by cats, and I love cats, and just the experience of seeing this <laughs> film. It's so. Deeply unsettling because there's some, the, the primary thing it comes down to, I think, is just it doesn't, having humans with those cat characteristics just leaves a deeply unsettling yes. feeling. It's not like the the stage show where they're in makeup and outfits. This is a real weird, sexy mix.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, that's something uh, I, but for the record, I am liking cats more and more with uh, every passing screening. But we can talk about that later because I think one of the challenges that the movie has is what would be true for any uh, screen adaptation of a stage show, which is like – and Tim and I were talking about this after we recorded yesterday – that – one of the things that makes like a musical or any stage so so satisfying, especially one with a sense of spectacle and impressive, is like the set changes and the moments between the numbers where you're really impressed by how quickly they can achieve something in so little space and time. Yeah, and a movie does not it does not <laughs> have that at all. Like it's got nothing but time, no, and you no, know yeah, infinite that's... possibilities for what they can do. And so it's much you're you're j- judging it against a much harsher or like it's a it feels different from seeing it on a stage yeah
2: and there's a charm to a a stage show where you can see the background and people rushing on and taking props off and all that stuff there's no charm to a heavily digitized (laughs) film like it's not charming it's just deeply unusual and so the only charm is the emotions that the actors are emoting and that's really difficult because they're covered in fucking fur and stuff
0: and the source material is just bizarre what like if you <laughs> peel back all the layers and just go, what are we dealing with here? Like, what are we dealing with here? It's I mean, a cult of cats. Yeah, I mean
2: that—that's the thing about the show that everyone that loves cats makes it very clear that there's no story, and that's kind of like the—I don't know—that's part of the joy of it. I, and, yeah, you know, but but extending that
1: to a feature film,
2: I, yeah, I don't know, man.
1: They, I think <laughs> that I mean it's it's undeniably a huge and misguided challenge that they have undertaken. Um, just for reference, before we get too deep into the the conversation about the film itself, how did it hold up as, as a second screening? Again, like was that because that is a pretty scathing review you released after? Yeah, the,
2: the first time was rough. Um, I went on a a, a first date because I thought, what a first date to take someone do to that That's to see how date, that goes. Yeah. But I was, I got a bit boozed. I and and so it sort of took on a kind of surreal kind of you know, your brain's a bit muddly and you're yeah. watching the stuff. I was very sober today. I mean we saw that at three thirty PM mm. on a Saturday. Uh, very sober. It's super sunny and,
0: day. It yeah, was real, very much daytime. It was beautiful. And and the yeah. cinema was
2: fucking thriving. No, that's actually something that blew my mind. It was pretty full. Yeah, but in you there. guys
0: are failing to mention this is a small cinema. It <laughs> seats a about 100 head. and it's the only place in town playing cats.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I would I would say this that they were um largely a pretty muted audience. There are a few people who seem to be on the same wave we were. Mm. but uh, You were
0: by far the most vocal audience member guy. I think that will continue Join, to grow. Joining the, in on the numbers. As no, as and the, that,
2: that is an interesting thing because I've had friends in the States that you watch their Instagram stories and they're in theatres and they're loud and people are there for the spectacle. In New Zealand, there's not that. I think it's probably where we were as well in the middle of yeah. um, the cinema that is known for like upper class, yeah. sort of middle class, upper white people. And and they're very, it was very muted. Kiwis, oh, yeah.
0: Kiwis don't know Cats as well, I reckon. Like, it's a, it's obviously a very, very, very but famous musical, I don't think but we don't really fuck with musicals Cats yet. fans
1: aren't limited by nationality. I think Cats <laughs> finds the people who, who want, want the to find it. them. The cast <laughs> yeah, yeah. because yeah, so, Fringe
0: da- society members <laughs> existing on the margins, scrounging around in the rubbish for dirt and scraps just a little spot of earth that they can call their own a head over a roof over their head on a stormy night this was a these ho- are the cats fans this was a this was a flashy
1: audience though but when you when you say it doesn't have charm because it's so digitized i totally agree but that is what will make it and with that rambunctious sort of audience base that will continue to watch it regardless of execution yep. because they love the source material that, so much it will become very charming and very cultish this will have a, yeah, a absolutely. absolutely and like lasting fan base. like rocky
0: horror mm. status i think or mo- probably closer to the room but the room it's like a, it's a different thing because yeah it's similar actually you know what it, well, it be, is similar to it the will room. be like the room people will be
1: yelling at this and singing the songs but the because the, the the digitized stuff is bad now at time of release in mm. 2020 which means that it's gonna age so quickly and so poorly that it will imbue the Do film. You feel, no, Do and you that, and feel, that's why I referenced
2: Scorpion King in my yeah. review. Because the last time I remember seeing something and just feeling unsettled was Scorpion <laughs> King. And there's just times that you're watching these these cats. And it's like the faces, the human faces are kind of floating mm. on their cat bodies. They've really just been like rudimentary, sort of chucked on.
0: If you... So the first watch I was I was watching the film as it intended me to watch it, where you look at the things that are in focus in the middle of the screen, that's what they want you to do, and mm-hmm. I was there for that. Second watch. I was doing the old worst idea eyes, where you look for everything. Yeah, you're wandering in the off to the
2: side. People's you. facial expressions. And you got it out, well, out of shot.
0: That's it. That's exactly it. it. Looking for looking for mistakes. To be honest, looking for little little tidbits. It's like a here magpie. But then this watch, I was just I blocked out the faces and I was just watching the bodies. And it's really unimpressive if you do that because I think the most impressive visual feat that they've done is stitching the actor's faces, sort of feathering it off into a cat head. But yeah. if you just look at the bodies themselves, it's like just blobs. This is
1: easy. Oh, I yeah. I find the faces, and I stand by the assessment that the faces like they look like they were done on the Instagram stories filter, where you just plant yeah, yourself on a body in real time, the rendering bo- it in real time. The bodies, and I think there's a criticism you made yesterday, Tim. Like the body, the actual dance component of this movie is very, very impressive. When they give the dancing space to happen, it's fucking awesome. But it is muted so heavily by. They're all like they're all their bodies are flattened by fur. Like yeah. you don't see any of the nuance of the dance because yeah. these are it's computers. These, these yeah, human ca- computer. And at, and, at, and at
2: times yeah, when you do see all the dancers working together, that is impressive. But I also think I, I think the direction at times is quite bad because some of the shots just rest on that big wide and see all the movement. Some of the angles they're giving you, you don't see how good those real human dancers yeah. are. Like they're missing a lot of that stuff. That I don't know true. why they made that decision. You can see times... some
0: real impressive shit going on behind, yep. what's in frame. A lot of the absolutely. time. absolutely. Like show us numbers.
2: that. Like show us that you've actually got people there and, and yeah. act, acting and the, learning those moves.
0: It's true, and the but the cast,
1: the 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 more you watch it, you do start, start picking out different like dance, obviously different dancers or cast members. You loved
0: are. Robert Downey, III, eh? Robert the third Robert Downey
1: Junior. He's the he's the. Um, for Dave, who's presumably uninitiated from my conversation, <laughs> I don't know who you're yesterday. talking about, he's sort of the he's not what is he's the jellicle cat. to I see. He looks a bit like Robert Downey Jr. The main one as a cat. I and he's guiding around. I know Victoria. he. I know who you're referencing. Absolutely. He, he's a he's a really really good dancer, and also I enjoy his his voice isn't sensational, but it mm-hmm. carries the the tunes and it carries the story. And there's a. There's not a lot of story to you, but there's a lot of time to get through. And I did write down the question today uh, that I put to both of you is, what is the longest
0: part of Cats? Whew. I mean, I... I know.
2: Okay, you... you... It's
0: Rebel Wilson's song. Because oh. you keep thinking it's over and then they buff another verse in. And I hate her performance and I hate the song as well. I hate every part of that. Uh, the song sucks. And she a- sucks doing it too, so the whole thing really blows. I have been sticking up for Reba Wilson, but I will say
1: this, I thought she had a very tough day at the office. <laughs> Today, uh, yeah, the we- it was the best way. It was not that she
0: wasn't bringing it, but the audience were not meeting her halfway. It not was, at all. It
1: was, it, was, it, was, it was laid bare. You were criticising
0: sort of- Francesca Hayward, our star, Victoria's voice <gasps> yesterday. Reba Wilson can barely hold a note. She's fucking stiffed, man. She gets such a hard job. Like The,
2: same, the, the gag of her constantly is just falling off things. Right? Yeah, She falls yes. off but things. But then
1: also, they throw her these asides. A lot of the stuff that makes it in that Rebel Wilson does just reeks of the very end of a day's shooting and Tom Hooper saying, yep, we're just going to do one more. Don't worry. The it's almost cra- definitely not going to make it in.
0: You, I will jump on this, band, this bandwagon you're laying down for this specific part of the movie. And Dave, I know you <laughs> noticed this because I saw your reaction. When... Um, the Rum Tum Tugger, Jason Zerillo's <laughs> song, is on. Everyone is getting hypnotized by his body movements and all the female cats are moving along with him in a very sexualized manner. It feels very weird to watch. And then there's a quick... there's like We're in the middle of the song and there's a quick aside to Rebel Wilson's cat and she says, has he been muted recently? Because he's hitting those high nights. And then she makes a snipping finger gesture and it just holds the shot with her and the main cat. For fucking like twenty seconds, nothing's it's, happening, and for no. some reason, we're just staying with them. Yep, it's yep. so it's, weird. And then the next,
1: the next cutaway, which is in the same song. Which, by the way, I know that you cannot like Rivers and Song. The Rumtime Tugger is that is one of the worst. I'm pretty sure that that song goes for two hours. That was fucking brutal, <laughs> and it's getting worse
0: every day. But you don't the, like this film. I do like two songs. I like
1: some of this
2: film a lot. Uh, But but they they layered that up with these other creatures. It's the only time in the film where you get other creatures, I I think, where you've got suddenly you've got the mice. Yes. That's revealed. And then you've got fucking, for some reason, cockroaches. (laughs) I haven't seen a cat love cockroaches. I didn't know that was a big thing cats love, but apparently they do. But
0: here's the weird thing. In the lyrics of the song, she talks about teaching a beetle tattoo. And then immediately you see cockroaches. You're like, those are fucking cockroaches. (laughs) A a cockroach is definitely not a subset of beetles. Beatles? I
2: no i would argue definitely not i mean we can check but i'm pretty confident there i'm not. gonna but go
0: to the riff on
1: this while, while tim does that all of this to say that the next cutaway river wilson is given and the fucking at- atrocity of the rum tum tugger is uh it's her saying i can dance like that and at this point obviously robert downey jr the third has been dismissed from set because where they've been standing together, it's now very obviously just her, and they've framed it so there's a lamppost to the side of her, which he is purportedly, I guess, meant to be behind, because they've ADR'd his voice in to say, show me, like, so blatantly off mic, and then she does this little dance, and it's like, what are you, like, it, it's just so, she's been fucking absolutely stitched up, it's not a perfect performance, but... Tom Hoover had it out from, here from the start. <laughs> I, I think that was a decision made by the studio. He did not sign off on it and he made them pay. Uh, it's really, I didn't catch that. That's, that's what Watch 3 does.
0: Cora.com, yeah. eh? etymology. What is the difference between a cockroach and a beetle? Top rated answer by an etymology expert, a person with a PhD from the University of California, Davis. Very different. (laughs) Okay. Well,
1: (laughs) (laughs) very different. You, Cora, has not put me wrong yet. Before (laughs) I don't see why it would start now. Yeah, I I was really grasping at jaws to defend that. It is a it's a big mistake, but it's a movie full of them. So this is this is what I'm trying to tease
0: Mm. out because what I'm doing is I'm using the clues that have been left in this cut of the picture, and we will talk about if this is version one or two. I'm trying to determine. I think. Look, Tom Hooper made a lot of bad calls. There's no question about that. But he got fucked by the studio, definitely. Like, the time frame that they gave him to get this thing out was completely unrealistic. Apparently, the review screening was on the same day as the review screening for the new Star Wars movie, and that opened at the same time in the cinema. You're going up against A, Disney, and B, the last Star Wars movie in the current trilogy. And there's all these fucking things that don't make sense. Number one, so we've got... The song says they're beetles. We've got cockroaches. You look at the feet. There's no rules to the oh, feet. No, no, none. Serene no. McKellen has cat feet. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson has cat feet. Everyone else gets human feet. Well, I, or shoes. I, a couple yeah. of them get boots. <laughs> and I swear to God, And I by the end of this series, I'll be able to point out exactly where, but in some of the mid shots, I'm sure some of those hands are cat paws. No, no, it, it changes as well, because
2: Judy Dench, nice. her hands swap. So some people have cat hands, some people have human hands, but the transition between the hand and the, the, the arm. It's bad. Some of that, on Judy Dench, is just a coat. Like, you see the edge oh, of a coat she's the wearing. Is
0: wearing a coat? Oh, that's the I, other confusing I, thing, because yeah. some of them are wearing coats. You know, get get that feral. mic in their
2: Oh, dates. it's this so annoying. Stuff. The, the, yeah.
1: And the, yeah, and then if we're speaking of cats and coats, the, the Rebel Wilson like, it breaks all the logic of the world that she is twice wearing a plain cat fur <laughs> tracksuit that she unzipped to reveal a pink sort of rhinestone sequined undershirt... I don't understand. Then, who, then, who, and then, and not, it's the same skin. Or and then it's, that same skin underneath there. And all of the other cats, no one bats an eye. They go, of course. Right.
2: And she did that a couple of times, didn't she? Yeah, when she was on the, the barge at the end, she yeah. did Moves the double pull up. forward. Yeah, you know? absolutely.
1: I, I, okay, last thing I will say, and this isn't necessarily defending River Wilson, but this, uh, this it's okay if you want to. It's Jenny Anydots, Dots, the Rum Tum Tugger, and also Buster for Jones, all get a very raw deal. Not, uh, Story wise But within the context Of the Jellicle Ball They're all hypothetically Preparing to compete That night In the Jellicle Ball mm. They all Put out They all get to do Like a dress rehearsal Essentially That's a good point And are then Taken away mm. And so When Jennifer Hudson When Grizzabella Wins the Jellicle Ball After Memories Which it might have won anyway mm. But Hypothetically If all of these cats Are free from the barge At this point they should ought the runtime Time We should have to sit through the Rum Time Tiger again. We should have to sit through Bustaver Jones again. See and we the real one. We should have to sit yeah. that we should see the real competition Imagine. and we should sit through Jenny Any Dots again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and then at the end of that, Judy Dent should say, Would any other Jellicle cats like to end? It's once a
0: fucking year. Why don't they all compete? You've clearly got nothing to lose by entering. Why are only some of the cats competing in the Jellicle choice? So, like, Bustaver Jones. He's got a pretty good life. How? But what's he trying to get out of there same for? Same with the railroad cat.
1: Oh, yeah. I, think, I feel like life. he's got a deal where he says, I'm going to fucking come and hit it out of the park yeah. every single year. Yeah, right. But I do not wanted to leave the railway
0: i'm elevating the competition yeah, yeah i'm yeah you. like he's he's, plant. he's
1: hired by the studio they yeah. put
0: him in he he sets a baseline of quality you know it's funny mr Mistopheles literally saves judy dench's life and she still doesn't pick him <laughs> <laughs> and he does it using magic and yeah. she's still like yeah it's incre- it is incredible
1: uh discipline from her not to immediately award it to Mr. Missovity just based on pure emotion. Yeah. You've been on the end of a plank at the barge. By the way, that timeline it's doesn't what work makes out. makes Because uh, McCavity and what's the name of McCavity's henchman? Oh, turtle Who? scratcher? Tiger scratcher? tumble tits whoever it is yeah <laughs> they've got a at the end of a stick saying you're gonna walk the plank mm. and then there's no defence everyone who could help her is Oh tiger, t- tiger growl growl tiger yeah growl tiger. growl tiger and then they cut away and for five minutes Mr. Missovelies figures out how mm. to how to do it you know what's fucked we as well? Are,
0: yeah. when, he, um, when we first get the shot of him, I've noticed this since the first, he's holding a whip, which is in lots of different ropes, which is called a cat of nine tails. Quite a good visual gag. But they immediately swap it out for a pole. I'm like, Stay, this is, I get it. This is good. Do that. That's that, funny. Oh, that's remarkable. It's, a it's such
1: a funny place for them to lose confidence because they throw <laughs> other cat idioms that have no relation to the text oh. and willy-nilly. Constantly, cat idioms all over the show. Um, what was your longest moment of the film?
2: I, I kind of have two in a way, and one of them is probably just coming back to that Jellicle song consistently. Like, whenever they start talking about Jellicle cats... You're not like that. I, I hate the it. Jellicle I hate it refrain. so much. And there's one where they were just quietly, almost talking. I kind of remember the sort of talking, uh, singing a song at one point about Jellicle cats. That whole thing, but they kept coming back to that, which frustrated me. And I thought Judy Dench's final speech to camera... <laughs> was just so it could have been chopped in half easily. and i't I'm sure as a fan of the the show, maybe that's a hugely important speech. I don't know but it just went I was like what nonsensical shit are you going to say again I want to leave and I know once you finish I can probably leave the cinema but a, she just went on and on and on
0: not aided by the fact that it's one shot for most of oh. it and you're like can you at least break angle like can we I just need a breath it's the longest wink to camera
2: now, and that's what I did what, what you suggested I looked away from her and looked to the two other actors behind her and what facial expressions they were making yeah. and they were all acting their hearts out yeah, or they, sh- were. they were reacting to everything that she was saying oh, in Mr. a
0: speech does not do a great job in that scene. No, so. he's, he's, uh, he's, a little... he's
1: already had his moment. He's what he's he's proved himself to be the best magician amongst this is the, cats. the thing. He's won the game. Robert girl.
0: Downey Jr. The third does a great job of reacting to Judy Dench, but Mr. Mistopheles is over his, his journey. Hasn't changed. Robert Downey Jr. The third, he's
1: been consistent throughout. He's two IC of the Jellicle Cats. He fucking sh- you know, he shows everyone around. He says, This is what we do. Here's some songs. I want to drive things when it's sagging. And then at the end, he's going to spend another year waiting for the jellico ball. Mr. Mustovles has gone through a huge change overnight. He was quite a clumsy magician to begin with, who very clearly had a crush on Victoria. And by the end of it, bang, he's got his magic down. Bang, he's got the girl. He doesn't need to communicate such massive emotion when Judy, he's saying, fuck up, Judy Dench, stop harping on. I've, I want to go do some magic and have some sex. <laughs>
2: You're right, though. He, he, he did have the most character development, and a, a lot of the other cats had nothing happening at it's, all.
1: It's it's, fucking, it's tough work it's... out there for a cat to get a storyline.
0: When you're ready to pop the question,
2: the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let me lay this on you, gents. First of all, Dave, you don't Mm. like musicals that much, eh? You're not like a musical guy?
2: No, no, I've got got a close friend that, that loves musicals, plays them in the car all the time. They just make me feel deeply uncomfortable. Like, I just, something about it, I just feel, find them... Or oh, I don't, it's not a happy place for me. Is it, too, is to it me. too earnest? The earnestness, the catchiness is just beyond catchy. And just the way they talk about things, like the language is so, because it's storytelling, I suppose. There's no metaphor. It's just talking about very mundane kind of things. And then the voice actors will come in and sort of start talking. And I, just, it's not my world, it's and, I, and a, I don't like it at all. I quite all.
0: like musicals. I quite enjoy okay. musical theatre, but it is a very odd sandpit. Like the rules are weird. The conventions of yep. bizarre, and it's just, you're either kind of you throw yourself into it and mm. you're there for it, or it's a very yeah. strange looking enterprise. I was mm. I was reared. I've got a musical mum. Not she's no good with music really, <laughs> but she
1: loves musicals. And so musical. you'd be played a lot of that yeah. growing up. I, yeah. And, and so once you get through that, the the like really confronting sort of human humiliation element of, like, these people are doing this. It is
0: deeply embarrassing, eh, as an art form. I can't think of anything more possibly improv comedy. I can't think of (laughs) anything more deeply embarrassing than musical theatre. Musical improv. (laughs) There we go. Oh, God. I apologise to Six of Alistair's. It is incredibly popular, that. Um, Anyway, the question I was mm, going to ask... mm -hmm. Oh, I can't even remember what it was. Did you enjoy any of it, though? I'm interested in that. I...
2: I got pretty sleepy in the last third because it just goes on for so long. Um, I really enjoyed, um, I keep talking about Judy Dench, but her entrance was great. And so Ian G- McKellen's G- sort of sleazy entrance was great. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. It was more subtle. Judy Dench just appears and had this big moment. What do you and you're think like, of that shit.
1: old Deuteronomy song?
2: I'm into it. You like that one? Yeah, no, Fuck, I'm down with that. that is a weird one to like. Oh, it's bizarre. <laughs> but No, it didn't. It didn't rub me up the wrong way. I was just, I was on board. It's like it's yeah. Old Deuteronomy. I want to learn about this.
0: It's one where Andrew Lloyd Webber has just tried to build more and more syllables to like meet the song's requirements of how far a line needs to go it's to get like, to like the like rhyme.
1: Dickens got paid by the literal word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lloyd <laughs> gets paid like, by the syllable.
0: Like, what are the lyrics in the Old Deuteronomy song? It's like, oh, oh, oh my, my, no, I, oh,
1: I can it be true? Ah, uh, fuck, it's really. Uh, I believe it is all yeah. Deuteronomy. No, my,
0: my mind may be wandering. wandering but I confess, I, I believe, believe it is all Deuteronomy. It's like so much of it is, is, is extraneous. Oh, hi. Yeah. Yes, no, oh, my. It's the opposite of word economy. It feels like that old thing juderotic. where you've got a,
2: a word count to hit when you're writing a, an essay in high school and you just add words in just to desperately get to that word count. Yeah. The whole film feels like yeah. that, just desperately trying to add and, content. And, and
1: it's, it's stuck, it's, it sticks out even more after you've noticed it for the first time. He is clinging to the word ineffable like a fucking <laughs> life
0: raft. <laughs> 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 if something's taking, he's like, well... And Here we go. The <laughs> then that,
1: that weird sort of cats have three names scat... Uh, they're like, Effable Ineffable Eff-fan ineffable. Like, what the
0: just- fuck Hey that song I don't get it Because they go Every cat's got three names There's the one that the family knows mm. And then they just sing for a while But I don't know They're not saying anything mm. And then they go And you've got your cat name So what the fuck What's the second
2: yeah, I don't know <laughs> I think they get distracted
0: <laughs> They do It's so weird Because every time I've noticed that, I've been like What is happening here Hey speaking of adding content You know the scene, um, the only scene, really, with Taylor Taylor Swift, okay, which she makes her appearance, Mm. and catnips everyone? Do you guys that was just a suggestion her dad made when Tom Hooper was in the room and he said, actually, I'll read this for you. What? The decision for Taylor Swift's character to have catnip? Hold on. I mean, that was the
2: main thing that informed her character, was that she had catnip.
0: That looks like some pretty fucking
1: strong catnip. (laughs) 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 Tweaky stuff.
0: Apparently, Cat's director, Tom Hooper, visited Taylor in Nashville earlier this year to show her the design of the film's cat people. <laughs> I would have loved to be a fly on the wall at that meeting. Here are the
2: cat people.
0: While spending time in the singer's management office, her father, quote, the most social friendly man in the world, end quote, known for blurting ideas in the middle of meetings, pitched Hooper his vision. As Swift explained to Variety Monday... Quote, Dad just pipes up and says, Hey, I got an idea. What if you had a scene where they are all at the jellical ball and they all get catnipped? So they all just start going crazy. Tom Hooper goes, What's catniped? All of us are like, You don't know what catnip is? Swift recalled. We start pulling up these YouTube videos of cats on catnip. Tom looks at Dad and goes, That's going to be in the movie. That's exactly what we're going to do. So my dad walks around going, hey, I'm the reason there's catnip in that scene, a scene we have yet to see, but we have to assume involves cat people attacking a ceiling fan the size of a school bus, and a catnip-fueled kitty out." <laughs> oh, 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 that is a very so, juicy little fucking morsel. What do we know about this film? It's based on a source material written in 1988, based on an almost 100-year-old book of poems by T.S. Eliot. We know that significant additions to this film that isn't that long is a major scene thought up by Taylor Swift's father and one of the key songs which they had to rush the movie to get out so it was a contender for an Oscar was written by Taylor Swift and Andrew Lloyd Webber over the course of an afternoon and talked to the leading lady the day off. And also
2: a director that doesn't know what catnip is making a show about cats.
0: (laughs) This movie. It's so little going for it. Like, it was just money. They just kept pushing this yeah. money with snow piles yeah. up a hill
2: this will fix it it's an interesting thing though because I, I feel the trailer for cats had such a negative reaction or at least a reaction of sort of disbelief and and I feel like the Sonic the Hedgehog that trailer came out and it a similar thing of people just sort of being disgusted by mm. it but whereas with Sonic they did this strange approach of 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 them basically re you know redoing all the visual effects they and apologised. making Sonic look different and say sorry mm. cats was just like no we are very <laughs> yeah. confident Confident and good on them in a way. Like this is yeah. our vision. We had, these are the cat people. Um, Taylor Swift's dad said her buy in. Um, they're all in to just do this thing. I
1: think it's. I think it's uh, like it's genetic. I think that it's like some people when they have coriander or cilantro, if you say that word, they taste soap. Mm. I think it's mm. it's hardwired into people. They like cats or they don't, and so yeah. they know this when they're making the movie, and they're like, "Well, the people are saying <laughs> we don't like it." I'm going to like it no matter what the fuck we do. Yep. This is yep. cats, baby. Yeah, <laughs> we're putting it out. And I will also yep. say this: if anyone does bother to see it, I've written a huge list of the reasons why Skimble Shanks is the best cat. Please, that I, I'd love. I'd All to right, hear it. please. <laughs> He's the best cat. The first thing he does, which is sensational, other than his entrance in trousers, is he does. Sometimes the laws of gravity don't apply to the cats, and he does this jump where there's about one and a half to two seconds in the middle where. Mm-hmm. He's got the effect of running on air, but it's not. He's an incredible dancer, but it's not because of a dance move. It's some sort of creative decision they've afforded him. He sings with a Freddie Mercury lilt, especially early on in his verse. There's shades of Mercury, and Mm -hmm. that sort of really gets you set up for a fucking anthem. True, and he's got the moustache. He is a phenomenal tap dancer. Mm -hmm. That tap tap scene was sort of break the whole song just to be like, and how about this? Shades of when Usher dances in a puddle in the rain in the music video for Confessions 2 may be better. He knows who he is, and he is a good time.
2: A good time. He's a good, he's a good time. He's a good time oh, I, cat. I argue with
1: that. Absolutely. There is one... It's my usual point. Well, <laughs> it's a ripper song. He gets everyone else on board. They're belting out the chorus by the end of it so he can pursue his true passion of just tap dancing. He's not even singing by the end. He's just fucking so fancy right. feet. Yep. The only criticism I would make of Skimbleshanks, the railway cat's moment in the sun, like all of the other cats, they're so vague and wishy-washy about who they are. He's like, hey, I'm Shanks. I'm the railway cat, and I fucking love to dance. The one issue is that there's a point where they have animated these sort of empty tins. They look like paint tins, but I guess for scale, they're probably just like empty tins of beans or tuna or something. And they, th- it's like very visibly, one of the- they're thrown into frame at one point in the background of his tap dance. So when they've pulled out in the tap dance, you see his whole body is on that plank. And anyway, they throw these empty, or one of the empty tins into frame. And then I'm always watching the tins. I'm like, I can't wait to see what they do with these tins. And then they just hold the tins, <laughs> they just sort of move them in rhythm with their body. They're doing nothing. Otherwise, it's a, cr- it's a really good song.
2: They're just gripping onto the tins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no did you point expect drums. At all. I did expect
1: drums. They've I thought maybe a rhythm driven yeah. song. Mm. Absolutely. I thought he'd tap on. He could even tap on. Uh, That'd who, be am cool, <laughs> who am I? Who are the you, Tom Hooper? Yeah. Who am I, Taylor Swift's
0: dad? <laughs> <laughs> was he your jellicle choice? Um,
1: was he my jellicle choice? I mean, he's the logical choice, but in the interest of uh, giving all of the
0: cats a chance. Don't. No, 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 no. It, well, follow, uh, you, of you course, I do, mean, Skimbleshanks absolutely What do? Follow your heart. Uh, Don't be fair. Don't be swayed by someone saving your life using magic or cool tap dancing.
1: I thought he was the most impressive, but maybe my most improved jellical choice, remembering that Skimble Shanks has a deal whereby he lifts the bar. Sure. But, uh, and uh, didn't even enter the, the Jellicle ball, but it was uh, Rumpel Teaser. Same. Throughout the Mungo Jury Rumble teaser number, she Same, was having dude. a lot of. I think she was having some accent problems when singing. Man, but she's got a really mischievous face, and she's a mischievous cat.
0: Yes, to that. I did not expect that because I thought I was going to throw you a real curveball with Rumble oh, no. Teaser. We are insane. <laughs>
2: just a quick question, and this is—I just realized I don't understand this. When they go to the heavy side layer, you got it. Heaven side, he- he- heavy, he- heavy he- side, and I don't know. H E A V I. It's the heavy side layer. Yep. Um, is that they're dying? Is it a death, or is it an automatic entrance into heaven without dying?
1: It is appears to be some sort of reincarnation process, whereby it's playing the idea that cats have nine lives, and this. Uh- Okay. So Grisabella, the cat who gets sent, might have uh, fumbled the opportunity. I mean, it seems cruel that just as she's redeemed in the eyes of all the Jellicle cats, she gets sent away Good point. to her Whisked next out. life. Mm. But I, I think it's like, it's, a, it's the most deserving cat the best who way, represents themselves.
0: The best way to game it would be to cut your arms off, eh? Or your legs, if you're a cat. Well, it's a huge risk. It's <laughs> oh, a, a massive risk. But they're not dying. They just well, arrive there. It's look, not death. It's
2: just someone told me, one cat gets
0: to die. Yeah, like, but maybe. Because all we know is that Old Deuteronomy has convinced them that this is a good thing, but we oh, yeah. don't actually know very much about Old Deuteronomy, except that she's been around a long time long and time. everyone worships long her. Long enough that yeah. no one remembers exactly the outcome of winning the Jallical <laughs> Ball. And the as depicted in the film, all we know about the Jallico choice is that you get risen up on a hot air balloon and ascend into the sky. And sort of vanish at the end. Which would yeah. kill you yeah absolutely
2: right so right, it might
0: try. be much like the theater goes the sweet release of death is the just dessert mm-hmm. for yeah. mm-hmm. the most eligible catchler it, <laughs> it was my take. I, I think that was your i think that was your Speria's first not successful not pun <laughs> <Gotcha>.
1: um <laughs> dave amongst all of the not enjoying the movie who was your jelical choice today
2: um i really enjoyed um i i felt very affable towards sir ian mckellen's oh yeah character. i really liked him he was the one character where i didn't feel disgusted there was that <laughs> moment where he was licking the milk and that was the, at, when you
0: first see him. Yeah, he's just it's horrible name. to see, isn't it? Oh,
2: no, I, he's just like I'm, I just feel for him, and yeah. I, I feel I don't feel disgusted by him like I do with pretty much all the other cats. But don't you, he sort he, of lives it somehow? He, don't, he does. There's an
1: effortless charm, especially at the beginning of his theater cat song, absolutely. And the, his uh, the way he says some of the words when he's got palsy in his paws, so oh, they shake. It's really nice. It yeah. don't, then because uh, I I took the time to write. The thought down that i enjoyed that also and then by the time i finished writing it i was uh looking up at the screen in time for the remaining 72 minutes of the song it does drag it does and drag. it tapers off pretty hard at the end it
2: does it's not great but i just i i liked him yeah I like, and he's old and surely he was good though wasn't he he didn't do anything bad um he? well he I,
0: what was
2: his deal? he was good
1: he's an i old, don't know
2: man and i felt sorry i for feel him.
1: like the only way he's going to win the jellicle ball is is sort of like a legacy prize when like when scorsese won an oscar for the departed where it's like right, yeah, it's it reaches a, a point where none point. of the other contenders quite hit it
0: out of the park and dame judy goes tax oh, petty on the old boy all right hmm. Well done. Fairy up year in, year out. Are you asking with regards to Sir M. McAllen or Gus, the character? Are uh, the character. Oh not okay. the man. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because yeah, I think yeah. the portrayal is not flawless for my right, right. He right, doesn't right. enunciate enough for musical theatre, well, you got to hear would, the lyrics. I would love to see you say that to Sir Ian McKellen's face.
2: <laughs> the one thing you choose to criticize him about is that role, as well. <laughs> That's one thing I want to say. I would to you. just
0: worship him for his portrayal of Magneto. In a super universe of failing to bring my beloved X Men to the silver screen, he was an absolute rock through the whole He's thing. Been
1: given some really
2: outrageous characters to play, hasn't he? Just to what his was what, and face and everything.
1: what was he? Did he have breakout roles in the cinema before? our time like what elevated him to superstar status because <laughs> for our
0: generation though it was it and gandalf like, the gray yeah that's true actually before before then he was already we're just too young i think he's okay. an old oh, he would have done amazing before that I yeah guarantee it. It
2: was incredible thing he'll be on, like a michael
1: kane uh, in the in the theater though or on screen both i, I, I reckon both. Oh, yeah. Both. yeah he seems like one of he's those got serious mm-hmm. gravitas absolutely also for the record Three times in a row, Jennifer Hudson has made every single hair in my body and on my body stand on end. Did you know? In and on. Did yeah. you
0: know that she's going to be portraying um, uh, Aretha Franklin, and she was handpicked by Aretha Franklin before she passed away to to be here in the movie. That is exactly how you want to get cast for that role. Fucking a, huge, huge news there. Yeah. yeah. Dave, what would you do with a hundred million dollars if they were like, "Can you make a film
2: for us"? i wouldn't make cats i would not make cats i mean you have to credit tom for making i mean it's bold right obviously he's he's got some history doing you know doing turning musicals into compelling films Mm. um i haven't watched it but les mis was apparently quite good minus russell crowe not being able to sing and you know he's got a history in it and like i know kind of good on good on him for giving it a go i'm with but you, i'm also eh? very curious what it does to his career now because it yeah. was think- so bad will they give him uh, another thing or is this going to sort of he'll be fine his career he'll, do, a he'll
1: do the king's speech too he'll do some yeah, yeah, some yeah, sort yeah, of yeah,
0: yeah. uh the king's speech was very middle budget i think like it wasn't a big yeah. budget and it just overperformed. i don't think like les the- Miz was pretty big budget i think and yep. did good like as it should have and then cats has been like here's a massive budget and oh no you
2: Did people turn on Cats because the reviews were so bad or were people never going to go and see Cats? It's an excellent question because... Because it has felt it's in one cinema in Auckland at the moment. Yeah. And that's remarkable.
0: It
1: is. Yeah.
2: It's done so badly. Why?
0: This is a great question. It's like, is this a bad adaptation or was it just a bad decision to make Cats a movie? And I would go with the latter. The CGI decisions are kind of... Honestly... I'll shoot it straight. Like the one thing that ultimately fucks this. There's a lot of little things, but the performances on the whole are pretty good and they've they've cast it really well, I think. And it looks Mm -hmm. like something. I mean, there's very confused size issues. Cannot fucking figure out how big or small these cats are. Or the road or a car (laughs) or a building or a bridge. It's constantly changing. But I'll put that down to CGI as well. If you remove that layer... If we had had an original like Teenage mutant Ninja Turtles in the style of the 90s movies where they're wearing suits it's dudes in suits painted faces like they have on stage with that cast tell you what you could probably do it on a quarter of the budget and I think you got a pretty bloody good film thoughts yep <laughs> <laughs> i don't I don't disagree
1: I think uh is a huge it's a as I think his career will be okay it's a massive swing and an equally massive miss. And I respect the hell out of that because it's like, it's fucking, it's punishing, but it's punishing on its own terms. It's like, here it is. This is what I've been working on with the hundred million dollars you gave me. I honestly, straight up have no idea how you're going to feel about it, but it's what I made. And I
0: can't tell anymore, but I kind of fucking stand behind it. (laughs) That's, that's respectful. Yeah, or that demands respect rather.
2: Also, just from a from a plot point of view, it's rare we see a film where it is just the same beats again and again yeah, right? yeah. Like, there's no arc really like that's unusual it's, it's very like, it is, unusual it's, it's, it's you said the word punishing before and that's how you feel when there's another song <laughs> <begins>. <laughs> like, oh that's right we're not going to go into like another place in this film yeah. it's literally just them all doing their songs <laughs> the only bit of plot i feel like they added and i don't know if it's in the show or not when they all got magicked off to that barge that was like this weird addition that felt like a new place. And
1: yeah. A new,
2: all the rest of it is literally just you're watching songs. It's so
1: tr- It's honestly, if th- you, that was a movie without songs, you would be fucking clawing at the scene in front of <laughs> yeah, you, you begging for the story to happen. It's so honestly, claustrophobic, it's, eh? it's Millhouse watching Itchy and Scratchy and Poochie saying, When are they going to get <laughs> to the fireworks factory? <laughs> like, it's just the, another character and another character and another character. And what do you know? The movie's finished.
2: Absolutely. And also, all the songs are equally as visually thrilling or whatever you want to call them, boring. It's all the same. It's not like they're really escalating in how they look. You don't have a huge fireworks display three-quarters of the way through. It's the same level of of visual excitement the the, whole way through. The
1: fireworks display is when uh the drop hits on moonlight by jennifer hudson that's the moment, and they have though. like they almost have a crash zoom on it and they they put the whole orchestra behind it no you're right it, it's, the rest hits. of the instrumentation is pretty tinny throughout and that mm. but they're like fucking this is when you feel an emotion mm. otherwise get the it's, it's, it's
2: not. get the this out. is our oscar winning moment yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: um do you know where i felt really connected to the film and it's such a tiny moment is when uh symbol what is it symbol shanks skimble shanks <laughs> sk- the railway cat have sk- some fucking respect <laughs> skimble Shanks' song and there's at one point a tiny little mouse appears and just screams cat <laughs> and fucking runs in the other direction and i was like yeah dude i, I didn't feel you even
2: see that
0: yeah and you've seen it twice now it's absolutely a- it's a beautiful work ha- oh, work harder
1: man so- Yeah.
0: The other one is, tip for young players. If you haven't seen the film yet, but for some reason have a plan to go and see it, like, if you're like, man, you kind of enjoy seeing the technical fuck ups of a $100 million film, um, there's a pretty juicy one that I alerted you. Observed you observed to- yesterday, and now, it is, yeah, I saw it today. So, it is, it, and I've forgotten it again. It is um, James Corden's. No, it, is no, it, no, is no it's
1: it, Mr. Oh, right. It's on a magic trick reveal. He's talking about how he pisses around with your forks.
0: It's the song where he, s- he produces a dice and he says, I can play with mice. You'll chase me. You'll think you're chasing uh, mice. Which fucking, okay, whatever. And it's immediately after that, he like starts pulling shit out of his sleeves mm. and the cat fur has been masked on completely wrong and it's shaking off his oh, arm. Like it's, it's vibrating. It's, re- it's
1: a really massive problem. It is, oh, it's a completely
0: messed they, up brain. Totally, they it's totally, missed, oh, they so totally so, missed the wrist. Yeah. It's a bad one. The vibrates all around. Because I brought it up yesterday, I was like, I think that looked pretty bad. And I was like, Yeah, sure. I'd fucking nerd ball to him over here. And do Nit we? Picking.
2: Is that the fixed print that we watched? Is that
0: the new one, or has New Zealand not got it? I'm pretty sure that's version two. Okay, I'm pretty sure. It, Although I do because I had searched, you know, for a good twenty minutes online to figure out definitively what to look for mm-hmm. to figure out which version we we're, we're watching. And, and that I, I don't know doesn't exist. Uh, if
1: if that's yeah. what you're looking for. You you boys aren't watching the movie right. It's a it's a romp. It's fun. I am very interested to observe that it is genuinely growing on me. That was not punishing, and apart from like you know, the, there obviously there are bits in any musical where you don't like the song or it drags, but on the whole, I don't feel I was totally in my body and in the movie.
2: You were mo- you were moving your body in there. As well. I was. You, yeah, you, yeah. Body, I I well, that's like it's it.
1: growing on me, and I am singing the songs more. We did do the round of applause test again at the end of the film today, and I would say maybe 15% of the cinema joined us, which is an improvement on yesterday's audience, but not quite to the same level of the first.
0: I fucking hated it, this watch, and I went in kind of looking forward to it, which I don't understand, but uh, I fucking hate it. Hope
1: springs eternal. How do you feel ahead of watching it tomorrow? Dread. Oh, no. Despair. It's all gone wrong for you. Dave.
2: Oh, I hated it. Yeah, I it was. I felt bad about it the first time. I did not enjoy it the second time at all. There was no more joy to be found in watching it a second wow. time. The same things that bothered me bothered me again. I felt unsettled. <laughs> I felt weird sexual energy coming off. I felt weird about it all. And there were things in there I, I wish I hadn't seen twice. Well, And I, I feel for you going in again. Uh,
1: thank you honestly so much don't cry for
0: us david farrier
1: uh for for, it's a vita he wrote that too very obviously Uh, not enjoying it it a first time and then coming to watch it a second time we are um immensely grateful is there happy to be here anything you'd like to suggest people check out to wash the taste of cats from their mouth um i think sort of an alternative watch well just i mean I'm, i'm thinking you could recommend something that you're involved with or something else
2: Oh, man, I've got I've got nothing. I feel Watch empty. Dark Tourists, you plebs. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah, this is what watch, Monty's angling at. Yeah, yeah. you can watch Dark Tourists on Netflix, and I think Tickled is on TVNZ at the moment on Netflix as well. Honestly, so, if so, you yeah.
0: haven't seen Tickled yet, holy shit, it is good. Yeah, I cannot really emphasize what a good watch it is. Find a way to watch Tickled if you haven't yet.
1: Uh, yeah, otherwise, I would like to say I continue to proudly be a jellical Cat. <laughs> Tim... Again, I'm sorry, but you simply don't have what it takes. And David, I thought you were a but your attitude betrays you, my man. Get the fuck out of this studio. Happily.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.